Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everybody to Vibe Time with Jerry, or shall we say Vibe Time with David Flowers, since he has now taken over the show. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing everybody okay. Doing? This is our Valentine's Day open mic night. So how that works is if y'all want to call in, you can call in, just press one so that we know that you want to talk to us, and or if you have any questions. And you can also request the StreamYard link, and we'll be happy to send you the StreamYard link to the show. If you got any questions? <laughs> Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hey, Ronnie. Happy Valentine's Day. I mean, excuse me. Sorry. Hope you all have a nice day. <laughs> we got our open mic night. So... Studio call-in number is 516-387-1922, and all you have to do if you want to call in is just call in that number, and it puts a little hand up so that we know that you want to talk, and then, of course, we have StreamYard also. So anybody that wants to join us, you're more than welcome to. Let's see. Send me the StreamYard link. Okay, Kimberly, let me do that. Let's see. Invite. I'm coming. Let's see. Next week on Vibe Time with Jerry, we got John Stevens returning for our monthly update on uh, with Virginia Paranormal Events. And then the following week after that, we have PSI coming back on with Joshua Ford. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun there. Hold on. Let's see. You might be able to jump in on here. Let me see. I'm getting it. So slow. My internet, anyway. All right. What am I doing here? We could talk. Well, David Flowers said we were going to talk metaphysical because it's his show now. I'm not in the mood to talk metaphysical right now. (laughs) (laughs) If I tell you to, you will. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out how to share all this crap. Um, You hit the invite link, and then you copy it, 
and then you send it to whoever you want to send it to. No, I'm trying to share it on the Facebook. There we go. Error. I know I do the do the stream yard stuff. Oh. So I'm glad that your Valentine's Day has been great. Who's mine? No, I'm talking about Ronnie's. Oh. Heart day. Okay, yeah, there it is. Got it. Got it. That's my stomach, as usual. Hey. Hi, Vanessa. We hope everybody's doing okay. All right. What are we talking yeah. about? Kimberly said that she's going to come on if she can, so we'll see. She's out in East Blip, and I think she's still in Facebook jail for the 50th billion time. <laughs> so. Okay, let's see. What are we going to talk about? Yeah, I don't blame her. Gagner's a steak knife. All the pictures and Whatever. The day. The fucking day. Jesus. So, just another day. Okay, I know what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, I'm so dumb. So dumb. You're right. Oh, you're going to talk about, well, I I was answering Shayla's. Yep, so dumb. Girl, I'm with you. <laughs> How are you? Hello? Let me see if I can add you. How are you? I sound terrible. Uh, well, you got a cold? Okay. Well, then we'll just shut our mouth on that. Tonight, I got a wild hair up my ass and uh, was listening to some um, some tool. And uh, I was taking Logan to work. So I started singing tool in the car. Oh. And blew out my vocals. Oh. All the time. Once you blow out your vocals, they're never as strong as they once were. Right. And I that, but dang it, you know, I was just feeling the groove, and I hit them notes, and my voice went bye bye. Yeah, <laughs> Ronnie said that's obvious. David, whoever invented it, likes chocolate when everybody knows bacon is better. I prefer to have tacos. That's right, tacos. Yep, that works. I have had that. Yeah, on a donut. Yep, I have had that too. Yeah, yeah I've, I've had that. Yep. Yeah, maple bacon. donut with bacon on it. Yep, I've had that. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. So, what were we going to talk, David? You were getting ready to say something, and then I rudely interrupted you. Uh, I swear. It's one of my pet peeves on an investigation. 
when you're doing an EVP session and somebody's shooting off rapid-fire questions. Yeah. I mean, they, don't, they don't give a, a live human being time to answer before they're asking another question. I think I'm going to do that just to piss you off. How old are you? Where are you from? <laughs> now that I know. And they don't say nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What did you say, Dave? Or somebody is talking to someone else in the group or rustling through a bag making noise, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or when you ask the question, your people in the background are answering the question and then you got to mark it on your body cam because somebody was talking during your EVP or answered the question or thought they heard something and answered it out loud, yeah. Yeah, that's when you'll hear me say, market, dude. Yeah, we have to market, yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, it's kind of irritating when somebody's using the the ghost box or something like that, and they hear something, and they take it for 10 miles, and this is what, I mean, they're, they're trying to say it's something when you don't even know what exactly it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, we've had uh, um, situations down Old House Woods because of the way it's, it, the roads are. You can be at the beach and you can hear somebody several acres over playing a stereo Yeah. on a calm, calm night. And people don't understand that sound really carries like that. And we've had situations where people have come forward and said, oh, well, we got we got music. And I'll never forget it. This one guy said that he got music. He said, listen to this. He was playing it. And I'm around musicians a lot. <laughs> And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I know that sound. And then somebody else goes, ooh, it sounds like chamber music. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not chamber music. And right about then, it struck me. And I'm like, no, that's fog hat. Somebody through the woods is playing their stereo too loud and picked it up. You know, and Kevin just burst into laughter. Damn, only you can nail the song. And then I started singing along with it, and then it pissed the guy off. And I was like, oh, well. You're talking about people singing stuff on an investigation. Another time down Old House Woods when the house was still standing, um, there was a known individual that showed up to investigate and hunt with us that night and uh he went up in the house with his friend and uh you know i'm sitting over in the van just waiting 
kind of, they come running down, jumping out the window of the house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. you got to hear this DVD, dude. So they played it for Kevin. And Kevin hollered back at me in the van and said, Kim. And he started laughing. And he goes, you got to hear this one. So he plays it. And no lie, he's talking to me while he's playing and telling me, the ghost is telling him to be careful where he steps. <laughs> and I started laughing. And I said, no, man, that's you telling him behind you to watch out where he steps because upstairs there's a big hole in the floor. Oh, jeez. And he's standing there, and he just looked at us, and I'm like, that's you. That's your voice. Whispering to your buddy. You don't whisper. Yeah, whispering. Yeah, and I'm and I'm and yeah. I've been guilty of that. I have done that, and I I caught I've caught myself doing that. Um, so well, I really try to catch it. Yeah. When you become aware. Yeah. You know, like you now when yeah. recording and the quality yeah. of recording. Yeah. You learn real quick. Oh man, you know, a flip flop. Mm-hmm. Can be misconstrued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. And nine times out of ten, what do I wear? Flip-flops. Unless yeah. I'm down old house hood. Yeah. Then I've got what on? Kenny shoes. Yep. Yep. We have to get out there. David on. David has not had the experience of old house woods yet. Come on out, man. Yeah, we got, we got to get him out there before. Yeah. Like, yeah. Got to be on a Friday. Checking out uh, how bad they flooded out with the uh, moon cycle that we had. Oh man, Matthew Shores. You know we take a beating. Yeah, oh you definitely. Know, and that, we had that north wind that just pounded the shore. Mm-hmm. I went out to go see how bad Haven Beach got hit. Yeah. And if she got hit again, there's another feet missing. Of sand? Yeah. Oh, shit. There's not going to be a fucking yeah. beach by the time it gets beaten up like that. Yeah. Well, you know, they've already, you know, they already hauled beach sand down there once before after Hurricane Isabel. Yeah, yeah. And they had those, another rock jetty built, but that didn't do anything. You know, Mother Nature makes up her mind. She's going to take what she's going to take. Yeah, that's true. Mother Nature's a fickle bitch. Yeah. She is that. Yeah. She is that. But, yeah, you'll have to come out and uh, come out to there. Because that's one place well, you have to went. the other night, and I had a, um, just had a weird feeling come over me while I was down there. And it was something that I haven't felt in a while. I literally felt like somebody was following me. Hmm. All the way down, driving or walking. By the way, I can walk from the beach to the stop sign now. Oh, well, that's, that works. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, wow, okay, now i got to go the other direction. Then I'll have the whole route. But, um, yeah, I drove down to the beach and walked back, and I just felt every, like, that feeling like any minute you're going to see somebody jump out from behind a tree and go, gotcha. Right. 
Yeah, it's that jumpy kind of feeling. And I'm like, man, I don't have a jump scare often. And it was nothing. It was just a feeling. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you do have that one figure out there that is still unidentifiable. Yeah, that, that uh, uh, whatever that, whatever the hell that was. And I have to say, up until that point, and all the hours that I've been down there, and all kinds of weather, time, seasons, you name it, I've never seen that before. Right. And never anything that close. Right. I mean, if I if I was fast enough, I I could have reached out and, and touched, touched it or it. grabbed it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was like. Uh, Mist. It was like smoke. Hi, Austin. Yeah. You know, yeah. Wrapped around behind y'all, behind your truck, and then went off in the swamp. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. And then I turned around, your other buddy was standing there in the middle of the road with his jaw dropped open because <laughs> he couldn't believe what he saw. Yeah. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. And when we were walking back to the truck, he was like, was that real? Yeah. Was that was that real? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. But I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. And I had my body cam on too that night, but I don't think, I don't think I got, I didn't get that shot at all because it was off to a little bit of a distance. But yeah, I remember Kevin Lipscomb. He has to come on the show too. He's got to talk to us about moon cycles and astrology. I, really wish I could get Kevin Lipscomb. Yeah. To lead a nature walk. Yeah, down yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna have to get him on because he's my moon guide. <laughs> right, he knows about the moon. Yeah, he's he my moon guide. Nobody's business. I mean, he's really incredible. Like yeah. that. You know how people read off tarot cards, David? Like people just read off in a card, they'll pick it up, and they just—they don't even have to. They just know it. Well, this is Kevin Lipscomb with moon with the moon phases, numerology. Like uh, he just—he just knows when the where the planets are positioned. At. He knows everything about it. It's just really cool. Yeah, I got to get him on. He started a job at Bay Aging, a new job at Bay Aging. He was working with the town of Urbana, but he started working for Bay Aging now. So I'll have to get him on the show. That's a good. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a good hookup. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. How are you doing with that beard trim? No more scruffies. <laughs> so funny. Austin, um, for people that are viewing, he's with Forgotten so, Exploration. So, yes. No. Your your friend from last weekend. Have you? Not this past week, the weekend before. And you made yourself known anymore. New. Is he gone? Is he still lurking? Um, are you talking about the one that the one that follows me everywhere? He's he's always, I think, lurking. He's a lurker. 
Uh-huh. I got one of those. Well, you know I have my my um my boyfriend anyway, so I just didn't think he was that mean. Well, or jealous, or I don't know. Stop me. How are they different on the other side? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I just He's such a lurker. Right. Exactly. Don't don't piss me off or I'll put you in a jar with a cork. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what Tim says all the time. I'll send them away forever and they won't like that. Yeah. yeah. Sends them into the yeah. eternity of hell. <laughs> That's the second time. I said, that's the second time my boyfriend has hit you. (laughs) Yeah, but was it it the same one or is it a different one? I'm thinking it's the same one if they get that mad. Obviously, he don't like you. Lord, jealous spooks. Uh, Yeah, jealous spooks, and I don't understand. I really don't. Kimberly, we have when it when it starts to I guess warm up a bit, we'll have to make our way back out there. Jesus. You ready? Yeah. 
it's a headshot of Hunter Biden with a crack pipe in his mouth. And across the bottom of it, it says, Tweaker of the House. Oh, my gosh. What's sexually explicit about that? So I wrote back to him, and I said, no, I'm going to, no, 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 And I said, could you please explain to me what is sexually explicit about this meme that I got off of another Facebook page? Because I've never had sex involving anything to do with a crack pipe. You know what they did? They agreed to take that off, but I still got the 30 days. Oh, Jesus. They're picking on me. Hey, you know, whatever. I don't care. I'm an American. You know, my father was, I came up military. My dad was a U.S. Air Force lifer. Um, I have a lot of respect for the military, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but when I see our boys getting a crooked deal, I heard my dad talk about it. You know, he's from Korea and Vietnam era. I got to hear all about it growing up. Right. So, yeah. I yeah. just, I, I don't, uh... Well, gosh, 30, but that's not the first time you've been in jail. It's You've been in there, you've been in Facebook jail many a time, so oh, now it's yeah. 30 days. How many oh, days you got left? They put me in, uh, the last time I got 30 days in jail, they put me in jail for the, again, a meme I posted of the dude whose arm got shot by the Ridenauer kid. Yeah. I posted a picture of that. And there was something across the bottom of that that was funny, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, I remember that post. Yeah. So how many days you got left? How much longer you got left in the face and behind uh, the scenes? I got 20... Seven hours. Oh, well, that's not bad. Feet. Anything I did is going to continue to put it at the bottom of the seat for the next uh, 45 days. Oh, Lord. Asshole. Yeah. Sucks. Okay. Sucks. Okay. Let's get an asshole. I'm sure I'll be back in jail again. Yeah. Something over Trump. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, well, try to stay yeah, out of jail. I, I, they slam me all the time. I know. I'm so sorry. Because they love me so much, you know, that must be yeah. it. Jail Yeah. Woohoo! For once in my life. <laughs> All right, let me hop off here. All right, Talk thank, to y'all. thank you. Bye, Adios. Adios. I remember my experience with Facebook jail. It wasn't fun. <laughs> thank God you were there to bail me out, or I would have been screwed. And by the way, y'all, on the 18th of February, it will be three years that vibe time with Jerry now, David has been on the air. <laughs> and they've let you stick around for three years? Three years. Can you believe it? Three years, y'all. Minus the six months because I had vertigo and I was sick for six months and couldn't do my show. But can you believe that it's been that long? Time for Hey, Ronnie Anderson. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? 
we have open mic night, so what we're doing is we're just really talking about random different things. We just had Kimberly come on board, um, but she went back off the air, and so we're doing open mic night, so you can either comment or we can send you the StreamYard link, and you can come in there, or you can use the call-in number um, and push 1 to raise your hand, and the call-in number is 516-387-1922. We're just doing a special Valentine's Day talk because we had we did have a guest on our show originally but they wasn't able to come on so we just decided to do open mic night and then next week on vibe time with david we have john stevens <laughs> and then the following week we have joshua ford from psi paranormal and we had fun talking to him too last time so it's going to be a good couple weeks worth of good shows and as you all know, we're always looking for guests to come on the show. So, Ronnie, if you ever want to, you know, be a guest on the show, just hit us up in Messenger and we'll plug you in. I am trying to Yep, I am trying to get um a lady Elizabeth from the Gurananda company. She it's essential oils amongst other things to come on the show and talk about um it might it's a little twist from paranormal, but to talk about essential oils and maybe some of the benefits of them. So, you know. Hey, Ronnie, we got uh, March 28th open. Yep. So, yeah, we have the 28th open if you're interested in plugging into that. So that's just, that's what we got. And then, of course, you all know the first weekend, the first Tuesday, we have Paranormal Roundtable discussion where you can, again, call in. Um to the number or you can request the StreamYard link and we'll plug into that and you can be a part of the Paranormal Roundtable discussion. Um, I'll mark him down for the 28th because my calendar is an East Jablip. Or, um, or you can just call in when we do Paranormal Roundtable 2 and dial 1 to for the help button. And then of course you all know the third week is John Stevens, Tuesday night. And we always talk about paranormal events, so it's always fun with John Stevens, too. So. I got it written in ink, so Ronnie, you're in. You're in, okay. Well, let me mark it there. I can mark it on my phone. I gotta remember to put it on my calendar. But we, um, we do appreciate everybody coming in, and everybody that, you know, supports us every weekend because, I mean, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a commitment for us to be on the air every week, but it's always nice when, you know, people like y'all, not, not just people tuning into the blog talk part of the studio, but also, you know, the, the Facebook part of it and just supporting everything. So we appreciate that. We have um, weekly regulars, and we're really grateful. Yeah, we look forward to it. So he's plugged you in. Um, David, don't let me forget to put for me to put on my paper calendar that I can't reach at the moment because my foot is stuck. Don't forget to put Ronnie on your paper calendar. Yeah. <laughs> That's not reminding. I don't need to remind you. Well, you are getting old. 
going to smack you with that rabbit York peppermint patty. <laughs> yeah. But who knew? So do you still got the box? Yes, I, we appreciate it, Ronnie. We really do. So, all right, hold up. Now, they have, y'all, at Walmart, they have the York Peppermint Patty Easter Bunny out. And it's about that thick, right? It's pretty thick. Yep. And it's about that yep. big, right? Not like that? Yeah, bigger than that. Like that. Yeah. Yep. Did you eat the whole thing? I still got the ass left. He's got to eat ass. I mean, eat the ass with peppermint patty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yes, Ronnie, we appreciate we appreciate yeah. it. Even though we, we really, it's not a choreographed show. If you've watched our show every week, and this is for people that might be um, tuning in on the Vibe Time page, because I do have a couple people that are watching the Vibe Time page. Um, yeah. <laughs> we never know what happens on Vibe Time with Jerry. Just, or excuse me, David, we're going to change the whole title now. Thank you very much. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. York peppermint patties are one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kimberly messaged and said she wants <laughs> – she said her blood sugar just shot up. Thanks a lot, David. <laughs> she wants a York peppermint patty bunny. I'll have to get you one, Kim. I'm going there tomorrow because <laughs> I have to go see the, doc the doctor, so – Perfect present. Are you ready for Friday night? Yep. Yep. Me too. That'll be interesting. We shall see. Yeah. So what other pet peeves do we have? Let's see. People that even though I've told them many, many times that it's dust or reflection of something, they still think a orb is a ghost. Yeah. Especially on still pictures. On video, I'll, I'll look at it, but if it's a still photo, orbs. it's, yes. Yes. Do we want to talk no orbs, Ronnie? <laughs> Do you want to come on and talk orbs? Yeah, 99.99% .99 of the orbs on a still picture is dust, moisture, a bug, whatever. Yeah. Y'all got that 99.9999999%. Yeah. Yeah, we get it all the time. People showing us yep. pictures and we have to burst their bubble and, you know, yeah. particularly on some of these Facebook groups, too, you get people in there and they're putting up their ring camera and we know it, that it's a mosquito or it's something that went by and it's not an orb. Yeah. 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 And, and on 
videos, yeah, majority of it is still some sort of reflection. But at least with the video, you can look at it and yep. make an educated guess. Yeah, Kimberly said orbs emit light, not reflect light. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. She's sure. got to hit me up on Messenger because Kimberly is in jail as usual. <laughs> she stays in jail. We need to get her a shirt that says, I have survived Facebook jail for 30 days. More than that, she's like my friend David Fetro, Fedro, Fetro. he's in Facebook jail every, all the time. Never fails. Speaking the truth. So... Okay. All right, Ryan, we sent Ryan a link, but he may not be able to make it. Shame on you. Hey, Lucy, how are you? I'm sure it's nice and sunny and warm where you're at. It's cold here. You don't miss shit. Oh, sorry. I know I wouldn't. Okay. I got a question for you. Oh, hell. Ah. I don't know if you can answer it or not. I don't know if there is a uh, right or wrong answer. I thought we were talking about demons. Huh? I thought we were going to talk about demons. That's what I... Getting ready to ask you if you wouldn't interrupt. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Alive and well, except my back. It was 75 today. Nice. It was 40 something here. <laughs> freezing your ass off. It was almost 60 in Hampton. No, it's cold on the creek. Yeah. So. How is the, the feeling different between a pissed off ghost and a non human? The one time experience I had with something that was non human was that slithery dark black smoke that was able to slither like a snake along walls. And that was non-human to me. It was able to, the smoke on that figure was so, it was as thick as your shirt as far as thick black smoke. Um, It didn't have a smell to it. Or anything like that, but it was just, you just knew that it was not human, how it was able to transform. And it could have been a, a what do you call it, shape shifter or whatever. I don't know, but it just, it was just how it was able to manipulate everything. It was able to manipulate the temperature in the room. It was able to manipulate your body to make you really tired. Um, it was a very, very, very strong spirit. And that, Oh, you said spirit. You said spirit. Yeah. Spirit is... Well, spirit. Spirit to me is... No, listen. 
spirit to me, you, it's, it's, when I say spirit, it's, I'm, I'm referring to both. I don't break it down like all these people out here do with the human, non-human, elemental. I don't do that shit. It's spirit to me, whether it's good, bad, or non, non-human. That's just how I break it down. So, that definitely was not human. But that, I don't, you know, a lot of people, I hate all these big terms or the words that people use because to me, it's just spirit, period. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's demonic, it's just flat out spirit to me. And a pissed off one would be like the one that I dealt with in an undisclosed location last week. It's pissed off. You could just tell it's angry. It's not, you could just, you just, you know it's like some angry old man that you're dealing with. Like I had to deal with that up here at the automotive place the other day. Just a pissed off old man. You know, if you can picture some pissed off old man's energy, then that's how it would be as a spirit. Just pissed off. I don't I don't know how to describe the feeling to you unless you you just you know think of a pissed off old man. Yeah. Well, no, no I'm not going to say that. Um, I'm going to say that the only way I know how to describe that part to you is if you're if you're looking at a real physical person, pissed off, grumpy old man. That's how it would be with spirit. Yeah, okay. that's that's the only way I know how to distinguish, you know. And I mean, I I I have had, you know, faint smells of urine, um, burnt flesh, um, stuff like that, to where that makes it, I guess, non-human to me. I have not. I have it. And if I get a urine smell, then there's a problem. Unless it was unless it was somebody in life, I guess, that peed on themselves. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But any type of metallic taste or weird taste, sulfur tastes in the mouth, um, burnt smells or urine smells are never a good sign of anything. And as we talked about, demonic is something that's very rare, very rare. Yeah. But everybody wants to call it demonic, and it it's not. And sometimes, you know, you get a spirit that, you know, might be grumpy, and they're just trying to get your attention, like the at the undisclosed location. This this spirit does not like females. Period. They don't like them. And. Yeah, Grumpy ghost syndrome. Yeah, grumpy. Exactly. You know, so I don't, I don't know how to distinguish that. Yeah. But sometimes I wish I knew who came up with all these different terms for all these different spirits and how did they, how did they come up with the names? Where did they get them from? You know, that's 
what I want to know. Where'd they get them from? Because to me, it's just spirit, whether, like I said, it's good, bad, whatever. Child, you know, there's one person that says children's spirits don't exist on earth. Yes, they do. We have them on EVPs. Yeah. And and unfortunately, this person is very well known and very big in the industry, and people are dumb enough to believe them. You know, children's spirit do exist on this earth. Yes, they do. We have proof of it. Yeah. Um, so y'all keep following those fake ass people. Twenty years in the field, and I haven't experienced anything demonic. Yeah, this one, I it, I it was at an undisclosed location. It wasn't in the state of Virginia. It was in a different state. And it was just a, it was at a one particular house that me and another team went to, and it was a dark, it, my God, it could turn itself full-figured, and then it was able to shrink down into this little slithery snake, you know, I don't know how to explain it, and it would slither across the walls, and it was able to, again, manipulate temperature was able to manipulate um your mind it was able to make you tired it was it was and it's been caught on a record not on an actual video but i have it on record you know and it's something like i've never seen in my life and i hope i never see it again if i do i'll run because <laughs> I, I know what that's about So, let's see. Yeah, and Kimberly says it's all in how you um, define demonic, and that's and that's true too, because people define it different ways. All right, either I'm on the air. I don't know who's off. Is it me or Dave? Because I can't tell. I see Dave's little internet just doing a little circle. So is it just me on here now? Or is it? Yeah, I see a little. I guess I'm by myself. But anyway, all right, so Dave is off. Okay. Thank you. I wasn't, I couldn't, I'm trying to look here and look at the thanks. I'm trying to look here and look over there at the same time. But yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that. It, it, depends on what a person defines as that you know but this was like nothing I've ever seen ever and like I said I don't ever want to see it again it was the thickest blackest smoke I have ever seen and how it was able to just it was like black swirls in the beginning just letting you know that it was around because I was looking I was like dang and it and the thing with that was it wasn't just me that saw it there were seven other people Seven, seven or eight other people who were seeing the same thing. It was wild. We have a ton of private locations that claim demonic, but it's mostly people looking for attention. Yeah, we've gotten that too. There was one chick um, that had actually, I don't know how I just kicked myself off. God, I swear I got some blonde moments. It's really coming out now, but it's part red. It's both. I get it. You're fired. But anyway, there are some people that do that that claim it's demonic and they just want attention. Yes, Dave is yeah. back. But um Oh, okay, I got you. 
but yeah, yes, we're both back. <gasps> Who was that? It's the infamous Ryan Jones of the Cabin on 360, my sidekick. I'm coming. Happy Hello. Valentine's Day. I see the little hearts in the background. Yeah, man, I kind of got my red shirt on. I Ready see that. Yeah. Y'all, y'all doing heart day? Heart day? Yes. Yes. I took Angie out to lunch today. It was fun. Nice. It was a good time. Nice. We were talking yeah. about demonic. Oh, that's that's nice. <laughs> I know something about that. <laughs> We were talking about demonic on Valentine's Day. Great Valentine's Day subject. <laughs> you know? What's your take on demonics? Yeah, um, we were talking about um, different, not necessarily locations, but just, that's something on my arm, and I don't know what it is. Um, just different theories about it, I guess. I don't know what that is. That hurts. I know a lot of people use demonic. When it's really not, oh, yeah. so because they see it on TV a lot, and they think, well, everything's got to be demonic, especially when it's, you know, when it's darker, I guess. But you know, hello, Judas. Apparently, mean it's demonic. Yeah. Yeah, I see it all the time. People, they hear something or they feel something, and they go straight to to demons. Yeah. Shadow figures are demons to people. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you, you watch if you watch a lot of the shows on you know, Cable Channel and stuff like that. You know, they uh, like I said, they definitely throw the, the demon word out a little too lightly. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I guess that sells. You know, people want to see that. You know, so that's what people want to see on TV. So, I guess there's entertainment demons, and then there's actual demons. It's, it's good to know the difference between the two. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And Kimberly says, look at Saint Valent look at what Saint Valentine's did. Was he possessed or saint? Or possessed saint. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that on the freaking awesome paranormal show. We go into Valentine's Day. Ooh. History tonight, nine o'clock PM. Yep. We have only in the Vibe Radio Network. <laughs> That's yeah, totally on Vibe Radio Network. Yeah, like the like the the whatever's in the basement at the the cabin. You know, people have said it's demonic and stuff. But I don't know if it's demonic or not. You know, it could be elemental. I don't want to. You know, it's 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 a spirit. It's a spirit. Yeah, it's something. It's something. It's something. It's something. All right. Yeah, it's something we don't we don't know what it is. I just call him a spirit. Yeah. I just don't I don't know. I don't think he's demonic at all. I think you know, that's just me. Even though he does have that little raspy fingernail when it hits the back of your neck. If it is yeah. him, because you never know who the hell it is. Yeah, it could be just some some like old lady with a raspy fingernail yeah, down there hanging out wanting to scratch you. Yeah, I know, right? So it's yeah. it's hard to say because do we really know if that's the spirit that we're dealing with? Since they're so easy to to be able to manipulate things, is it is it children that we talk to, or is it really a spirit that's making a child voice to play with our head? I mean, that's it, true. It's we don't yeah. know. Now, I I'm not going to sit over here and say that I 
that there's no ch- that children's spirit don't exist here. I, I you know because I told you I've had that I've heard that a couple of times from a couple of people, and I'm like, no, nah, then there. <laughs> They aren't just moved up the moved up there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think every child spirit you hear is a demon pretending to be a, to, pretending to be a child. No, I mean, but I mean, you never know. They could, you yeah. know, they can manipulate. I mean, they oh, could, yeah. you know, you could have I mean, a shapeshifter and and it could transform but, from a from a child spirit into something demonic or ugly or you know yucky looking. I did have that happen on the night that yes. that that happened at that uh, at that one particular place. She did she did stand in front of me and was something really beautiful, and then turned into the black smoke of yuck. I'll never forget that because she was right in front of me and she was beautiful. I mean, I can still see the dress, the face, and everything today. And then it just went from beautiful to smoke, and then in me. So you know, at that point, I was yeah. taken over. So. What? She was in me. She was in me. She took me over. Hey, Renata. I know. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. How long did it last? I don't remember because the next thing I know, I was being carried out by five people and dropped on pavement. God, I, mean, I just, I mean, the whole dropping off pavement thing really sucks. Yeah, it hurt my back, but to, you know. Got a way to wake up from something like that happening. Yeah, and it was cold. I do remember that it was winter time. It happened twice in one night, you know. And I just I don't remember that. I know I had a little slight burn mark on my neck. You feel it. Yeah. It's cold outside, and something like if you get like smacked in the face with a branch or something in the winter time, it hurts like hell. Can you imagine being dropped on your? Yeah, and and that really is when it comes to it when it comes to a channeling thing. That is really one of the best things to do is to carry the person outside and drop them on the grass. Not so hard, you know, but drop them on the grass and just let the spirit fall right out of them because that's what happened. Yeah. I'll, I'll remember that next time. Yeah, yeah. Keep that in mind at the manor house or anything like that. All right. Yeah, throw her over my shoulder and dump her out on the grass. Yep. Go for There we go. Beat your ass. So, Ron, what are we going to talk about on – what are you talking about? What up with the we in there? I, I might go to sleep. What are you talking about? I got dirty, fascinating Valentine's Day facts. Talk really? About, dirty, fascinating yeah. Valentine's Day facts? Dirty of them. Oh, I thought you said dirty. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dirty, uh, dirty um, Valentine's Day. Yeah, Jerry's getting all worked up there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It's my oh, hair. It's the that. hair. Come on. It's the hair. Dirty facts. <laughs> I'm sure we can find some dirty Valentine's Day facts. Well, that's what you said. Yeah. yeah, put the NC-17 logo up on this right here. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. Right. Stop it. Where's Dennis? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we have you have to, we have to take the, the show off the rails. Jim's so wrong. I just sent my daughter out of the room. Are you okay? What are, we, what are you doing? Are you are you staying on? 
here or no, you I'm get off. Got my own stream. I got my own stream going. You're okay. You're gonna do your own yeah. stream. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I'm so y'all, at nine o'clock, he's gonna ditch us. That's right. Let's go into the champagne room. He's and then he's gonna go yeah, into the red room. <laughs> then he's gonna go into the red room and talk about thirty dirty Valentine's Day <laughs> secrets. I gotta find thirty. Valentine's Day facts. Yeah. 30 Valentine's Day facts. That ought to be very interesting. Yeah. And then I'll find something. Oh, I'm sure you will. Yeah, Google's, a, Google's a, fun, a, fun, a fun place sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I was trying to find some, some Valentine's Day ghost stories, but most of them are just made up shit, you know, like, like uh, I don't know, not real. Right. That's the definition of made up shit, but I thought maybe it had some stuff on there, but it was all like, uh, you know, picky paste or pasta and stuff like that kind of shit, you know. Yes. Why does that keep popping up? Or Valentine's Day horror stories, like bad dates or whatever, which, you know, not really a horror story. It depends on who you're out with. Or a horror story, you know, you never know. You're kind of shit. <laughs> I told y'all, you never know which way that the shows are going to turn because they're not they're not choreographed shows, so we never know which way it's going to go. It can go from being professional and then being bringing Ryan on and talking about his thirty dirty Valentine's Day facts, and there we go. All right, well, I'm about to call them into the show, so I will see you guys later. Okay. Thanks Everybody for coming later. on. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going to um yeah. get ready to, let's see. I got, let me see how many minutes we got. Yeah, two minutes, yeah, we minute got, and a half. Yeah, we've got about a minute and a half left before we get kicked off a of blog talk. We're not quite kicked off a stream yard, but I think Ryan's show will be quite interesting with yeah. his 30 dirty facts for Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, anyway, like I said before, you guys, we've got John Stevens coming on next week, and then we have PSI Paranormal coming on with Joshua Ford. That is the last Tuesday of February, or yeah, February, and then of course in March we have our um, our Paranormal Roundtable, and then we have um, on the 14th of March we got Stephanie Lightwist Watson coming on. She's from Virginia Beach, and then of course John Stevens, and then the 28th we got Ronnie Anderson coming on. So that's going to be really cool. Yeah, and I've got, and got like Jerry said before, if anybody. Interested in being a guest on our show. Yes, that us. All right. I appreciate everybody turning into the blog talk radio part of the show. Y'all have a happy Valentine's Day. And I'm going to.
Hello, all you freaks out there. We are coming at you live from the Freakin' Austin Paranormal Show Studios from Mechanicsville, Virginia. I am here with my woman, my better half, my other freak, Angie. She's in the, baking some overnight oats. Yum. Yummy. For, uh, for breakfast, I guess. Hopefully, uh, what happens was we'll make them, and then we'll they end up in the back of the refrigerator, and then we'll forget to have them, and then a month later we'll find them. And we're like, oh, crap, we got these here. So that was a lot. We'll, we'll buy all this food for our house, right, and we'll be so excited about it. And then it'll end up in the back of the refrigerator, and a month later it'll, we'll take it out full of green spots and shit. So, oh, so happy Valentine's Day to happy everyone. Happy. Hope everyone has has had a great day, got a bunch of flowers and chocolates, maybe some nookie, you know, to go to, to in a uh, 1990s term back in the day. But, you know, some of us don't want to celebrate Valentine's Day. Some of us want to expand our horizons and celebrate different holidays on the 14th. So that's why I brought I got a list of different holidays you can celebrate. If you want to be anti-Valentine's Day, you can celebrate Extraterrestrial Culture Day. Oh, nice. Yeah, exactly. You can find extraterrestrial culture, learn about them, go out and uh, learn about their culture, eat their food, whatever they eat on Mars. Go ahead and eat that. Um, International Quirky Alone Day. What is what is Quirky Alone alone day. Day? Not sure what that means, but if you're quirky and you're alone, we're celebrating you today. Mm-hmm. National Boone Day. If you have anybody who's named Boone in your life, buy them a card, sing them a song, buy them a present, and say, hey, this is your day. Happy National Boone Day to you. National Cream Filled Chocolate Day. Ew. Those, those uh, in the, in the hearts, you know, this is their day, National Creamfield Chocolate Day. And today is also National Condom Awareness Day. Okay. So you need to, be, need to be aware that there are condoms out there. That's what basically they're saying. Condoms exist. Be aware of them. National Condom Awareness Day. Well, wear them. Yes. Be aware and wear them. Today, on Valentine's Day. Howie O'Dell, what is up, brother? Happy Valentine's Day to you. Howie says, Happy Valentine's Day, Angie. Thanks. Happy Valentine's Day. He didn't say it to me. I don't, you know, I don't know what, what the deal is. Well, he does know. I was on um, Jerry, Jerry's show, Vibe Time with Jerry, earlier, and I told her, she asked me what I was having, what I was doing tonight for the show. I told her I had 30, with a TH, Valentine's Day facts for the show, to start the show off. And she's like, thought I said Dirty Valentine's Day Facts. So I hate to disappoint you. I did look up Dirty Valentine's Day Facts, but I couldn't find any. Uh, so they're going to be 30, slightly clean. That, there you go. Thank you, Howie. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. Happy Valentine's Day to Sarah as well. And uh, hope you guys had a good day. We went to we went to Carytown Burger and Fries for lunch today. You got the, the Flying Squirrel. Uh, which is um, so good. yeah, it's really good. It's got um, it's on it's a cheeseburger with on Texas toast with peanut butter and onion straws and bacon. 
kind of dry, but it's super good. Very, very nice. Very nice cheeseburger. So we got to mention you can join us on Facebook.com forward slash Freaking Awesome Show. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. Just look at the Freaking Awesome Paranormal Show on both of those, and you'll be able to find us. We are um, – I don't really do much on Twitter, though, honestly. I, I actually forgot my password to get on there, so it's only worth on Twitter. I won't even see it anyway, so we can't figure out how to get back on there again. So, But we are on Instagram, and we're also we. That's it. And YouTube. You can check us out on YouTube as well. We're streaming live on YouTube right now. Where'd you go? Don't really think it comes. Oh, wow. That's that's awesome. You, you went down to Roanoke, got up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Go to Roanoke. Made co- oh, wow, that's really cool. Made her coffee in bed. Aww. That is. That's amazing. That is quite the Starbucks run. We went to this place called Little Bean Coffee in Mechanicsville. And you picked the children, the kids up. And uh, I got a gingerbread latte, which I absolutely love because I love gingerbread lattes. And Angie got something called a Rolo. Um, and the coffee is really good, but there was a lot of caffeine in it. Like, I drink not even half the cup, and I was like, oh, my God, super jittery. But great coffee, tastes great, but I would definitely recommend it in the morning as as a boost. Um, so going on here, and the, everything is uh, good. Angie's making her her overnight, overnight oats, and I'm going to start talking, spouting out some uh, Valentine's Day facts for you here. Let's do this. 30 fascinating Valentine's Day facts. I'm going to do this, though. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen with you fine folks here. Share screen. Do, 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 do. Share. All right. All right. There we go. All right. So I'll go up here to the very beginning. 30 fun Valentine's highs you including the history behind the holiday. Well, there we go. I'm going to skip this whole introduction part because we know what Valentine's Day is. We don't need the, don't need the introduction about it. First, St. Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Part, I swear, I'm having difficulties here. St. Valentine's wasn't just one person. You may already know that St. Valentine's Day, well, Valentine's Day, was named after his patron, St. Valentine. But there's actually some confusion surrounding which St. Valentine the holiday tech, technically honors. According to history.com, there are at least two men named Valentine that could have inspired the holiday, including one Valentine who was a priest in 3rd century Rome. As the story goes, this Valentine defied Emperor Claudius II to ban on marriage, illegally marrying couples in the spirit of love, and who was caught and sentenced to death. Well, that sucks. Another legend suggests that Valentine was killed for attempting to help Christians escape prison in Rome, and that he actually sent the, sent the first Valentine's message himself while imprisoned, writing a letter signed, From Your Valentine. That's an interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. Not really a love message from prison. Maybe it could have been. Valentine's Day has its roots in an ancient pagan festival. 
though some historians believe that Valentine's Day commemorates the death of St. Valentine on February 14th, others believe that the holiday actually has its origins in a pagan fertility festival called Lupercalia, Lupercalia, which was celebrated on February 15th in ancient Rome, dedicated to Faunus, the god of Roman god of agriculture, and Roman founders Romulus and Remus. The day was celebrated by sacrificing animals and smacking women with animal hides. Well, damn, girl. Break out my animal hide. A practice that was believed to encourage fertility. So, so the next time you find an animal, animal hide on Valentine's Day, smack your woman with it, I guess. Can you imagine, like, uh, like I had like a deer pelt and I was smacking you with it. <laughs> in the night, in the 1300s, it officially became a holiday associated with love. At the end of the fifth century, Roman Pope Galatius officially officially declared the date of February 14th as St. Valentine's Day. It wasn't until the Middle Ages though, that the holiday became associated with love and romance. Tradition that first started from the common belief in France and England that birds started their mating season on February 14th. So February 14th is when the birds start getting it on. Okay. According to the people in France and England back in the Middle Ages. Cupid has its roots in Greek mythology. He's a charming cherub that appears on Valentine's Day cards, often depicted with a, with a bow and arrow. But how does Cupid become a common symbol for Valentine's Day? According to time, the figure can actually be traced all the way back to 700 B.C. to the Greek god of love named Eros, who is actually a handsome, immortal man with the intimidating power to make people fall in love. It wasn't, it wasn't until the 4th century B.C.E. that the Romans adopted Eros into the image of a cute little boy with a boy bow and arrow naming him Cupid. By the turn of the 19th century, Cupid had become linked to Valentine's Day due to his love-matching powers. The first Valentine was sent in the 15th century. The oldest record of a Valentine being sent, according to History.com, was a poem written by a French medieval duke named Charles to his wife in 1415. Charles penned the sweet note to his lover while he was imprisoned in the Tower of London. What's this? I mean, Valentine's in prison. Both two of them are in prison now. What are the lines in the poem? I'm already sick of love, my very gentle Valentine. I'm already sick of love. My very gentle Valentine. My very gentle. So how do you take that? If I said to you, I'm already sick of love, my very, how would someone take, I guess it's different because it's in the 15th century. It's probably has different meanings, you know? Yeah. Like trying to read Shakespeare, you've got to like. Filter. Yeah. We've got to read it, but you've also got to understand what he's saying because he doesn't come right out straight out and say stuff. It's like, oh, you got to find the secret meaning. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Exactly. That's what Shakespeare sounds like to me. Blah, blah, blah. Not until the 1840s did we get the first mass-produced Valentine. 
People started exchanging cards and handwritten letters to both lovers and friends during the 17th century, but it was in the, in the 1840s that the first Valentine's Day cards were mass-produced in the U.S., sold by Esther A. Howland, known as the mother of the American Valentine. Howland is credited with commercializing Valentine's Day cards in America, and she's remembered, remembered for her elaborate, crafty cards made with lace and ribbons. So shout out to Esther A. Esther A. Howland, the mother of the American Valentine. Is there a picture on this fine? Is there a picture of Esther? These are one of her Valentines right here. She's still on that thing. Let's see. The tradition of giving Valentine's Day flowers dates back to the seventeenth century. Giving red roses may be an obvious romantic gesture, but it wasn't until the late 17th century. I had the burp there. That giving flowers became a popular custom. Let's see here. Let's see. Stop screen. Present. Share screen. Um. Ice cream. Okay, there we go. All right. Here's a here's a, a example of one of the first Valentines by Esther Howland in the eighteen seventies. Very fancy. Uh giving roses may be not just ranching gestures today, but it wasn't until the late seventeenth century that giving flowers became a popular custom. In fact it's Practice came traced back to when King Charles II of Sweden learned the language of flowers, which pairs different flowers with with specific 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 meanings. On a, on a trip to Persia, and subsequently introduced the tradition to Europe. The act of giving popular trend during the Victorian era, including on Valentine's Day, with red roses symbolizing deep love. Near deep love. Nearly 250 million roses are grown in preparation for Valentine's Day each year. There's a science to ensuring that there are enough fresh roses to go around when it comes about to February 14th, Valentine's Day. In an effort to provide the flowers for the holiday, countries including Ecuador, Kenya, or Colombia Ship the roses to the U.S. since they do not grow in the colder temperatures we experience in February. So we get our our um, roses from Kenya, Ecuador, and Colombia. I did not know that. I did not either. That is interesting. The color of a of flower given on Valentine's Day holds meaning. While a red rose has traditionally symbolized love, other colonized love, other colonized other colors colonized. <sighs> Other colors like deep pink, purple, or white, which symbolizes happiness, loyalty, and sympathy, respectively, may be given on the holiday too. So I give you white roses, I sympathize with you. I give you purple roses. You're my queen. Purple is my favorite. I knew they I didn't know they had purple roses. I love purple roses. Painted, whatever they no, grow they, that way. They grow that way. Oh. They're beautiful. It's like a lavender color, the ones that I had. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking like deep purple. 
Number 10, today Americans spend a lot on love. According to the National Retail Foundation, Americans spend over $20, million, $20 billion on Valentine's gifts in 2019. They're expected to spend a record-breaking $27.4 billion for 2020, including $2.4 billion on candy alone. People are also expected to spend an, spend an average of $196 for Valentine's Day, with the men spending $291 compared to women spending $106. Well, that, that, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> 45 million Valentine's Day cards each year. According to Hallmark, a whopping four hundred. 145 million Valentine's Day cards are exchanged every February 14th. Wow. I know. And then listen, that's, that's – imagine how it was before there was email, probably a lot more. That's not even including all those kid Valentine's. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I'd like to know how many freaking kids. Yeah. Probably like three times that many. This makes Valentine's Day the second – Biggest holiday for exchanging greeting cards after Christmas. And how sweet. Teachers receive their most Valentine's Day cards annually, followed by children, mothers, and wives. We've come a long way from 1913, which was when Hallmark cards produced their very first Valentine's Day card. Booklets were created to help people write Valentine's. If you needed help writing, finding the right words to send your loved ones, in the 19th century, you could purchase purchase a Valentine's writer. The booklets contain sample text that could be used to express your love. I can understand it. You get writer's block, and you want to express yourself, and you just use somebody else's words. There you go. There you go. Copyright. Exactly. Spend millions of dollars on gifts for their pets. Uh, hey, furry friends made love too. In fact. 27.6 million American households gave Valentine's Day presents to their pet dogs in 2020, and more than 17.1 million picked up gifts for their cats. Oh. I wonder if Michael was one of the people who bought gifts for their cats. I doubt it. Probably. All in all, American households spent an estimated 751.3 million gifts on gifts for their pets on Valentine's Day. The Valentine's Day gift that is that the Valentine's Day gift that people spend the most on is jewelry. Well, that's a shocker. <laughs> Candy and flowers might be some of the most common gifts for Valentine's Day, but according to the National Retail Federation, the category that we typically spend the most on for February 14th is jewelry, at a whopping 5.8 billion dollars in 2020. The second most paid for gift on Valentine's Day 2020. Was an evening out with forty-four point three billion, followed by clothing, candy, and flowers. I don't see uh, Southside coolers on here anywhere. <laughs> hey, but that was a great Valentine's Day. Hey, it is yeah. practical, and I know you're going to use it. The first heart, the first heart-shaped box of tw- chocolates was introduced in 1861. It was created by Richard Cadbury, son of Cadbury founder John Cadbury, who started packaging chocolates in fancy boxes to increase sales. He introduced the first heart-shaped box of chocolates for Valentine's Day in 1861. And today, 
more than 36 million heart-shaped boxes of chocolates are sold each year. That's 58 million pounds of chocolate. Wow. People love chocolate. That is crazy. I wonder how much compares to like like Easter and Halloween. Mm-hmm. And Christmas, well, Christmas isn't really a chocolate holiday. And Halloween, I yeah. Mm. Let's look it up. Go to Google. Go to Google. Okay. See how many pounds of chocolate? Because that's basic as a whole thing. I say it on Halloween. I sold during Halloween, not all Halloween, during Halloween week. 90 million pounds mm. compared to, what was it? 58 million pounds. So the holiday, Halloween takes the cake, which is not surprising. But that's what I did. 40 billion, 40 billion, 40 billion, 40 million times more. Is that right? Yeah. Four, yeah. Oh, That's the right way to say it, right? Yeah. Damn. Oh, oh. Let's say, let's see Christmas. Just, just to be sold at Christmas. Let's do the. Uh, let's do the. Uh, do the math. Yeah. Mm. Seven point seven billion people are on the planet. Okay. I wish it would just come out and say it like Halloween did. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming it's probably more on Valentine's Day than Christmas. Yeah. Conversation Hearts got their start as a medic, med, medical lozenges. I remember reading that. did? When I was in nursing school. That's cool. It had that, that chalky taste to them, kind of like uh, like what are those those robot not what are those Rolaids, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really enough, the story of Conversation Hearts first began when a Boston pharmacist named Oliver Chase invented a machine that simplified simplified the way medical lozenges used for sore throats and other illnesses could be made. The result was America's first candy-making machine. Because the pharmacist soon started shifting his focus from making lozenges to candy instead, Chase founded the New England Confectionery Company, or NECO, and the candy lozenges soon became what we know today as NECO wafers. And they taste yeah. just like the conversation <laughs> arts, too. My sister Blair loves NECO wafers, and I'd eat them, and they're like, these are disgusting. I never liked the conversation arts, either. I used to, I'd get the um, I'll get the sweet tart ones. Those are really good. But the the, the original chalky ones, I feel like I can write on them with the chalkboard. Probably can. Yeah. Wasn't until 1866 that we first got printed messages on the conversation hearts. It was Oliver's brother Daniel Chase who started printing sentimental messages on the Neko sweet Neko sweet hearts. So these candies were bigger than the versions we have today and features much longer printed phrases such as uh, what were the first messages? Married in white, you have chosen right. 
That's one of the first messages. And how long shall I have to wait? Please be considerate. That's a that is a long message for a candy heart. Yeah. Agreed. Now it just says be mine. Or what are some other messages that are uncomfortable? You're cool. You're cool. You, are cool. you are cool. You are cool. Or you are cute. More than eight billion conversation hearts are manufactured each year. And NECO has to start making them just days after February 14th to have enough time, enough in time for the next Valentine's Day. That's almost 100,000 pounds per day. Each box is, is approximately has approximately 45 things, including true love, hug me, oh, hug and me. you rock. But you can personalize your own too. But don't, but don't worry if you still have last year's box. They have a Shelf life of five years. That's not sure. <laughs> Peekaboo, big hug, new mom. That's different. No one, could, no one could get their hands on conversation hearts. In, no one could get their hands on conversation hearts in 2019. NECA went out of business in 2018 and sold NECA wafers and sweethearts to Spangler Candy, who were crea- the creators of Dum Dum Lollipop. Due to the manu- new manufacturing manufacturing needs, Spangler Candy was unable to produce 8 billion of the candy hearts for 2019. There are a lot of manufacturing challenges and unanswered questions at this point, and we have to make sure these brands meet consumer expectations when they re-enter this market, Spangler CEO and Chairman Kirk Vanshaw said at the time, according to the Food Business News. I didn't realize that there were no conversation hearts in 2018. I did not either. Because I don't eat them. I don't care. I mean, they still have conversation hearts because Sweet Tarts makes them. Um, you probably get gummy versions of them somewhere. I'm sure Sour Patch Kids make some version of it. You know, so I don't think the world was missing them too much. And I, I don't want to, like, I, I appreciate the people who do like them. But I'm not trying to make fun of you. I'm not trying to think. It's just I had no idea that they were they weren't around in 2018. Words of encouragement were added to Sweethearts in 2022. Bangler Candy decided to introduce new sayings to the famous Sweethearts last year. New sayings. New sayings. The iconic candies featured phrases like "Way to go," "Crush it," and "High five," making them perfect to share with friends or lovers. I like crush it. Crush it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm down with that crush nice. it. So I give you, a, I'll give you, like a nice high five. Nice. Crush it. Crush it. Way to go. Nearly six million couples get engaged on Valentine's Day. I mean, what better way? What about the hadith ahead? I mean, what better day is there for a marriage proposal? A day literally dedicated to love. I mean, it's kind of cliche if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is one of the most popular holidays to pop the question, with as many as 6 million couples getting engaged on on February 14th. And according to the results of this survey, Valentine's Day was voted the best day of the year to to propose than any other day. And of those people who voted, 40% were men. Well, there you go. Shocker. Celebrate differently around the world. It being Valentine's Day. Just make sure you knew that. Hey! (laughs) 
I'm not talking about Easter all of a sudden. Uh, many Latin American countries know the know the holiday as El Dia de los Enamorados, the Day of Lovers, or Dia del Amor y Amistad, Day of Love and Friendship. Of course, of course, that's what I thought it meant. Though couples exchange flowers and tacos on this day, the the holiday's focus is also directed at showing gratitude to friends. Well, that's good to know. In Japan, man, it's number 22. I'm going to lose my voice. In Japan, it's... Uh, Still have 28 minutes left. I know, right? Shit. In Japan, it's customary for just the women to give confections to the men in their lives, with the equality of the chocolate indicating their true feelings. The quality. <laughs> the equality of the chocolate. <laughs> the chocolate. chocolate must be equal. We need equality for chocolate. With the quality of the chocolate indicating their true feelings, according to Fortune, on March 14th, exactly a month later, the men repaid their favor by celebrating the increasingly popular White Day. Mm. The increasingly so March 14th is White Day. Okay. Which I which means I gotta buy you chocolates. Yes, please. As long as it's key quality. And all this equal chocolate. Valentine's the Valentine's Day horror movies are a thing. That's right. Some people prefer to get their hearts rate rate race up. I'm gonna get a drink. Hang on. Very right back. What kind of drink would you like? I can get you a drink. Give me a whatever. Give me a um what do you eat from the fridge, I guess. Because the only thing is really there. Oh yeah, give me that. Please. Dirty fascinating Valentine's Day packs. Excuse me guys, I gotta take a squeak of my um I mean I could eat some, but I don't wanna be on No, I don't wanna be on the computer. On the I'm not no. Okay. I am all fixed up. I'm not trying to look She's looking over here looking like a hot piece of work over here. Sexy, with a scooby shirt on. Yeah. And she doesn't want to be on camera. I'm not a snack. She, you are a, you are a delicious snack. You are like, I'm what's a good snack, snack that won't offend you, that I'm I don't like. I'm what got You're like a bag of onions. <laughs> oh, I saw something there. This is totally off topic. But I saw, um, <sighs> all right, I'll have to think about it. It was fun. Something Funyuns. And I was like, ew, really? Why is it Funyun gummies? I don't know. It was something really strange. And I was like, whoa. You know that we have to find it and we have to try it. Mm. I almost bought it. And I was like, nope, he's going to make me try that. Of course. We have, um, we've got uh, two drinks to try. Peepsy. Pepsi flavored, you know, peach flavored Pepsi. Yeah. And um, strawberries and cream, Doc, I'm sure it's going to be good. Uh, Valentine's Day has risen in popularity. That's when girls go out to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, single women, mostly, probably, go out and celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, do 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 do. XO 
XO didn't always mean hugs and kisses. XOXO is a popular signature this time of year. The origins of this origins of this signature, however, stem from the Middle Ages. Hey Debbie, how are you? Doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Stem uh, from the Middle Ages. The Washington Post reported that that during those times, the X symbolized symbolized the Christian cross, and the letters ended okay? with the sign of the. It's my, All right. Yeah. Five more to go. And letters indicate, ended with the sign of the cross and a kiss to symbolize an oath. Let me see if I can do it again to make sure. I don't think I made, understood that myself. Uh, the Washington Post in, reported that during those times, the X symbolized the Christian cross. And letters ended with the sign of the cross and a kiss to symbolize an oath. As the gesture became more popular in literature, letters and paperwork, it came to be mean something had been sealed with a kiss. Got it. So where'd the cross go? Because I guess Xmas was instead of people think Xmas is offensive, but Xmas was like a symbol for Jesus. Jesus. The X was yeah. a symbol for Jesus. Uh, kids can be the real Valentine's Day winners. Um, yeah. Valentine's Day has typically been associated with a romantic love and partnership. Yeah. I mean, kids, a lot of kids are born because of Valentine's Day, so that makes them a winner right there. Interestingly enough, according to a Today Show survey that polled 1,500 people, only 59% of spouses plan on giving their partners a gift. Well, 85% of parents plan to give their children something on Val- on February 14th. The 27. Love birds are, are actual birds. While well, the term love 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 while the term love birds has become a popular uh, figure of speech, is also the common name for a agapornis bird. Agapornis. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, it is. You put the porn in Agapornis bird is actually a parrot that is native to the continent of Africa and can be found throughout the eastern and southern regions. The animals typically travel in pairs, which is why many couples are preferred referred to as lovebirds. Huh. Oh, there it is, right here. There is an official Valentine's Day alternative for singles. International Quirky Alone Day okay. is a holiday for single people on the same date. The holiday isn't an, isn't an anti-Valentine's Day event, but rather a moment to celebrate self-love and platonic relationships. International Quirky Alone Day has been celebrated globally since 2003. 2003. I'm going to get the memo about Quirky Alone Day. So happy Quirky Alone Day for all the single uh, people on Valentine's Day. That is awesome. Uh, William Shakespeare inspired a tradition, number 29. Writing letters to Juliet has become a a Valentine's Day tradition for many. It even inspired the 2010 film Letters to Juliet. Around Valentine's Day, thousands of letters are sent to Verona, 
Italy, addressed to Romeo and Juliet's character, Juliet Capulet. These lovers, love letters to Juliet, are filled with emotion, passion, and in many cases, heartbreak. So, thousands of people are sending letters. What's the address you send that letter to? Do you send it to just Verona, Italy? Or is there like a particular address you need to send these letters to? That's a... I don't know if Juliet has like a P.O. box or something in Verona that you get these letters kids sent to. That's interesting. These letters are, are letters to Juliet are filled with emotion, passion, and in many cases, heartbreak. Volunteers called Juliet's secretaries read through each letter, write responses, and pick, pick a winner of the Gala or Cara Julieta, which uh, translates to Dear Juliet English Prize. I'm sorry, guys, I'm, if I'm sounding rough right now, because they got X'd out, LOL. All right, no, there it is. Is it still there, hopefully? Um, they got X'd out. There you go. That's funny, buddy. Uh, I'm number 29. My 29, number 29 out of my 30 in uh, fascinating Valentine's Day facts. Um, and number 30. Four states have a city named Valentine. Uh, Arizona, Texas, Nebraska, and Virginia each have cities with the name, with the name, although Virginia has an S on the end. Apparently, in Virginia and Texas, you can get special holiday postmarks on at the post office. How cute is that? That is super cute. <clears throat> Well, that was um, that was very interesting. Didn't know, no idea they saw that many much chocolate on Valentine's Day. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the. Uh, go ahead and let's see here. Do, 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 do. Cancel. All right. I was going to try to read some uh, some paranormal stories. To you guys, but I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can uh, do that. You know what? Fuck it. I might as well. I'm gonna find some ghost stories to read. It's a freaking awesome paranormal show, right? Let's find a ghost story to read here. Share screen. Let's see. Do 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 do. Put you on here. Inside the haunted forest where terrified locals say they hear the, the cries of children. Ooh, Let's see how long we last through this article here. So this was written by our good friend Florence Freeman uh, for The Mirror. It's actually uploaded on February 10th, 2023. Inside a haunted forest where terrified locals say they hear the cries of children. UFOs Panthers. Yeah. And it's just some of you know, so you can expect to hear on a ghost or a ghost light, you know? UFOs, Black Panthers, and the ghost of a crying child are just a few of the paranormal oh thank you for the uh pop up ad for the for the Daytona five hundred. Uh are just a few of the paranormal sightings 
reported in this forest in the heart of the UK. Neighbors have long claimed Canuck Chase is haunted by mythical beings and creatures like Black Panthers. One uh, being which is said to haunt these forests is the black-eyed child, said to be the ghost of a girl with black, sunken eyes. To the child, go back to at least 1892, when the local newspaper ran a fictional story on the child with the same description. There is a um, there's a theory going around uh, that if if enough people believe in something, that it could come to be a true thing. Like uh, Slenderman was was actually written for a creeper paste creepy pasta um, contest, which is basically you make up scary stories and monsters to scare people. And there are people who have actually young I think it's two girls who actually tried to murder their, their friend in honor of uh Slender Man. Um so maybe this uh this newspaper wrote this article and enough people believed in what in what was written in the story that it actually came to pass. Other mystical creatures include Pigman, half man and half pig Pigman as well as Black Panthers, which were claimed to be released into the forest decades ago. Well, that's a, I mean, I mean, that's a really mythical creature if it actually happened. Um, sightings of UFOs and werewolves have also been reported. Charlotte, 30, who moved to the area in August, said she believed the sightings were just made up. Oh, it's a picture. Right, look at that. Is that a picture of the black-eyed kid, black-eyed girl that people have seen? There's also Pigman. It's like, what is that? What is this about? What is that about? It is probably people going into the forest and doing drugs. People who made these stories up probably don't live around here. I would like to know where they get it from. The only thing I ever see here is squirrels. Uh, where is a drone footage of the Cranic? Uh, Chase, Canic Chase, Black-Eyed Ghost. I guess is right here, maybe? Yeah, there it is. There, there, there's the eyes and stuff. That's interesting. That is very interesting. Am I, am I still, yeah. Uh, oh, I do. Uh, do, do, do. Where am I at? Ice cream. There you go. Share. There, see, it's a black-eyed ghost right there. William Prime 69. William Prime 69 was open to the idea of mystical things in the forest in Staffordshire in the Midlands. He said, I've been here four years. I've never seen anything, but it's very interesting. When you look at the history of Canada Chase, I can't do an English accent anymore. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, I'm not religious or anything. Is there an afterlife? I honestly don't know. William said he believed in the idea of a haunted forest after running a pub in Kent with his ex-wife, which was supposedly haunted. He added, our pub in Kent was supposed to have been haunted. The little children were murdered there, apparently. Sometimes my staff would hear footsteps. I know one of the girls who worked as a chef had a hand-washing towel thrown at her. 
uh, it is very, it's just very interesting. You are talking about something that can be alarming. Jan, a dog walker, said she heard rumors of a black panther on the loose after a resident said they had a photo of a sheep which had been killed in a, very, in a way only a large animal could do. But she believes drug activities in the forest at night are the only suspicious, suspicious activities. She said, I used to walk up the road on my own in the dark. Since coronavirus, we have like, got a lot of drug activities. We used to hear, we, we, you used to never see a car. Uh, I guess when you used to never see a car, like, because it's so quiet in the woods out there. You, you'd never see anybody out there. Now there are drug people, people doing drugs out there all the time. Coronavirus, you got to do something or anything yourself, right? Many other walkers have claimed to hear screams and laughing children coming from the heathland. I've never seen the word heathland before. It must be an English thing. I wonder if I started calling the witch behind the cabin the heathland. I think we could try that. The heathland. The heathland. H e like like H e a t h land. One woman told paranormal investigators Lee Brick, Brickley, she ran towards the sound of screaming and saw a girl standing. He, she believed was no more than ten years old with her hands covering her eyes. In a post on Lee's paranormal website, she said it was as if she was waiting for a birthday cake. Asked if she was okay, and she had been, and if she had been the one screaming. She put her arms down by her side and opened her eyes. That's when I saw they were completely black, no iris, no white, nothing. 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 But darkness. Okay. Well, that was fun. Scared me. Sorry. We got to learn some interesting Valentine's Day facts. We got to go to a haunted forest, a haunted heathland, no less. Super excited about that. I got to learn a new word. Got to learn a new holiday, huh. National Quirky Alone Day. Got to learn about Extraterrestrial Culture Day. Loved it. It was a good time. Um, thank you, Angie, for joining me tonight. I love you. I didn't do much. I love you, too. And uh, it's always good to bounce stuff, talk, stuff like talking to myself and talking to you. you know? um, next week, we've got Forgotten Explorations coming out, coming back on the show. They came out to the cabin on 360 uh, a few weeks ago. Um, and some interesting stuff happened, so we're going to talk to them about, about that. And they got an investigation in West Virginia they're going to be going to this weekend. So we have them back on the show next week. So I'm excited about having them. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of good guests coming up here in the next few weeks. And uh, super excited. We will see you next week. Same freaking awesome time. Same freaking awesome channel. That's right. Good night, guys.